Vader. Do me a favor, don't do me no favors. We just so loud to be waking the neighbors. You see the pack, I be smoking on flavors. I be dumb smacking. What's good, what's good, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the GTV podcast. As always, your boy Ease. It's your boy Manu. And A1 the Sauce Guy. Today we have a very special guest in the building. We got the boy Cena to think of Kick in the building. How you doing, bro? What's good, what's good? What's good, What's going on, brother? Yo, you're our. Actually, this is our first episode of 2022. Yeah. So thank you for being a great introduction. Hey, thank you. Yeah. Hopefully this is a good start to our podcast in here. Podcasts yeah. have been having a bad reputation lately, so let's, <laughs> let's make sure we do a good one. No, we we gonna we're gonna be up. Alright, so this is definitely gonna be an episode focused on sneakers. But before we start that shit, I I gotta go over something that I saw today that I just thought was fucking <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. So I'm gonna just read this shit to y'all and I want y'all just let's just get into it real quick. So basically this Instagram model is trying to sue Drake. Did y'all hear about that, this shit? Yeah. I did see that. So for y'all, for y'all that don't know, right? Allegedly, Drake and IG model met up on Instagram. The two decided to link up a few weeks ago. The model and Drake, you know, had a romantic encounter. And what happened next was crazy. After the party, they went back to his hotel. They smoked weed for a bit. And he asked if she wanted to have sex. No smart thing to do, right? In today's world, you got to make sure it's consensual, right? Yeah. Especially if you're famous, right? They started, you know, with a little bit of foreplay. He rubbed and sucked their titties for a bit. Okay. Like, Great introduction. That's how, yeah. I, that's how I start my shit, right? Casual start. Test yeah. drive. He then went to the bathroom and came out with a condom on. Okay, I mean, I usually put my condom on next to her, but I mean, yeah. gotta, you got to walk out. All right. All right. You got to prepare himself. You know, you can't see her. All right. Can't let she him feel said he's phone. about seven inches thick and cut. Okay. Um. <laughs> it's a little too much information, but all right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. They fucked for about 20 minutes. Okay. All right. These, these, these celebrity niggas be fucking like us. Like, it ain't no like, it ain't no like three hour shit. You feel me? Like, he mostly hit her from the back and eventually came inside the condom. Okay. Immediately after, he went back into the bathroom to dispose of it. So basically, after he got rid of the condom, she went inside the bathroom, fished it out, and put it in her pussy and just started screaming. Yeah. What? So, yo, so Drake came in the room because obviously he saw her fucking screaming. He's like, yo, what's going on? She's like, yo, I, I tried to put the cum from the condom in my pussy. He's like, yo, I put hot sauce in the condom. <laughs> <laughs> Smart man. My nigga Drake. Yeah. My boy Drake. <laughs> the goat. You don't miss. Bro. Oh, shit. And now she's trying to sue him, though. Like. She said, I'm going to get a couple one way crazy. or another. Bro, that's one thing about women, bro. They never lack audacity. Like, yo, how are you trying to trap Drake and then you're going to sue him? <laughs> I think it's a smart man, bro. I think. I think too often niggas just go in there raw dogging and end up splashing it. Probably how he learned his lesson from his first kid, fucking a stripper, and then decided yeah. to. Yep. Bro, this guy to, took off the. Again. Yo, he took off the condom, put hot sauce in there because he fucking knew there was a possibility of her going back there and trying to get pregnant. That's you know what's wild to me though. That's hot crazy. sauce is red, and you tell him you don't examine the condom before like you look at it and like yo, insert yo, it inside. Yo, nah, Drake now is too smart for desperate. that. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yo, she maybe she thought like, yo, rich niggas had different type of like sperm. Maybe she thought she was on her period. Like. <laughs> nah, yo, like yo, maybe like rich sperm's different. You know what I'm the, saying? Like once you get thing... her, like a certain mill, <laughs> shit come out different. Nah, she was like, yo, there's blood in the sperm. Fuck it. Uh, the only thing I thought of like maybe she was like close to her period and she was just like, fuck it, like I'm trying to get this thing in one way or another. I thought the weirdest part to me is like that Drake casually just keeps hot sauce on him at all times. <laughs> <laughs> I see that now. Like, yo, what? 
What kind of hot sauce do you think he used? I feel like he's a Tabasco reds. kind of man. I think he's a Tabasco. <laughs> I think he's a Reds. Reds? Yeah. Reds. You think Reds? You know what? His dad is from fucking Texas. I bet he keeps Texas Pete. <laughs> what are you like a hot sauce <laughs> like you just named all the fucking hot sauces out there man i fuck with hot sauce heavy bro i put hot sauce on everything i eat yep. and i'm about to start putting fucking hot sauce <laughs> <laughs> you know that's always been like a fear for me though when i like, whenever i fucked the girl like i always thought that she would just like stick the shit inside of her so i would tie it in a knot like as tight as i can and so throw it away. You, you thought women were trying to trap you yeah bro like I'm, you i'm that nigga bro <laughs> like <laughs> I want you to put this in perspective, right? Bro, there's no perspective. I'm that nigga, and they want my kids. I'm that's that's the, but you in your head, you you truly believe that women are trying to trap a you. A thousand percent, bro. What do you got to offer? A lot. Debt? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> a lot. Yes. That's a confident man right there. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh get one of my kids, man. Just, I mean y'all want, know, know, want some tall kids? Fuck with this guy right here. I know for sure handsome, you man. got some shoes to offer, so I'll give him that. So let's jump <laughs> into it, bro. So you're the owner of Think of Kicks, right? Yes. So what is Think of Kicks for the people that don't know? It's a resale company. So resale. we resell sneakers, so you're, you're clothing, part of the hats. You can say that. <laughs> <laughs> can you explain the concept of a re like for for us that don't understand that? Like, what's your business concept? Reselling is buying sneakers at retail price inside a full locker finish line and um uh, just second like a bigger market you know we're reselling it for a higher price it could be from 30 bucks to 50 bucks to 100 bucks all depending on how limited the shoe is okay okay yo when did you first start 2012 what was your first shoe that you re like you did a resale on or that you sold the first shoes was a pair of phone posits Nike phone pop. Oh, you know what? Yo, and those it, people, people used to go crazy. What color? Them. The Galaxy? It was, nah, it was the the red ones had dropped. Oh, I know. I know the metallic, red and metallic. Yo, phone posits had Bruh, the it, shoe yeah. game on a chokehold for like two years. They were like, they're not really like even relevant anymore, I feel like. Or, like nah, just, they don't matter. even drop <laughs> anymore, right? But yo, I remember when phones was dropping, bro. That was like a fucking like Beyonce album release. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, like <laughs> you had to get Yo, I remember speaking of the galaxies, you remember like this there was this one dude that was like offering up his car like on Craigslist for a fucking pair of phone posits. Like really? the, ga the galaxies. They were that hard to get. Yeah. yeah. So that was a that was like the first shoe. How much you how much did you sell? I uh, sold it for three fifty. How I much you buy it for? It was like one something. I thought they came out. I was actually I got it with discount. So at the time, you know, I used to work for Finish line for locker, so oh. I was able to get a discount so, on it and then sell it at a higher well, price. Was that the reason that caused you to get into the shoe game? Was the fact that you like you sold that shoe? Like, did you go in into it intentionally? No, when I really got into it is uh, I started working at a reseller store, and then I really start seeing the money you could actually make from reselling what was shoes. The re what was the store? Hat City Boutique. Okay, it was out of Danbury Fair Mall. And is that still active? No, they closed. I think five years after. They what? just, it was just a couple partners that didn't see eye to eye. Oh, but like the money was still like being, the money made. was good. Yeah. Don't be made. It's actually bigger now. So they say that the market is about 6.5 billion resale in, market. In resale? Yeah. 6.5 billion. Bi not million. Billion. billion. Not, not thousand, <laughs> but billion. Yes. So there's that much money in reselling shoes. Yes. Damn. Do you do you ever me, feel me, like you're me, just let like me host something real quick? <laughs> do you ever feel like you're you're getting people though? Like, because he said like you 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 think that's he's part of the problem, right? I mean, I think you're just an entrepreneur. 
mm-hmm. and you're just like you found an opportunity but like you're just get your yo you're yeah capitalism but you're like yo you're making like a hundred percent return on your investments in some cases not everything i mean your first investment you made a hundred percent so that's what got you hooked right there <laughs> no it really got me hooked it just seen and then like i always love sneakers okay so to me it wasn't work i was actually doing something i enjoy so like dealing with sneakers all the time dealing with hats it was like to me, it was just a regular yo, day. Yo, with swag, yo. Yeah. Like, it was dope. I remember um, the like my first pair of Jordans I bought was like in 2000, like, sets, like four. 2004, I remember that shit, right? Bro, that feeling, like when I first, it was, um, I think the fucking like 10s. It's like these army green 10s. Like they were white and, um, white and green. I was like, bro. When I went to school that day, I'm like, yo, I'm about to get some hoes. Like, <laughs> like I should be getting pussy thrown at me. So it's like I, but I remember, yo, back then, like you could, the way people used to get shoes is they used to camp out. Yeah. Like you, you know, you, you know, people would like go like the night before. The longest shit. I ever camped out was Did about, out I think, twenty six hours. Twenty, you, you stayed up twenty six hours. Twenty six hours. What was the shoes? For this, it's a Nike Dunk SB Staples. Oh, so the, that was the one with the pigeon on it. Yeah, so I got the black version. Okay, but the gray one was like everybody called the most iconic. What started reselling? Okay, what made it really big because people were getting killed over there, people were getting shot, and they only had about I think fifty thousand at the store. So it's crazy. What store did you buy that? They have Reed Space. He's the actual owner of. He's Jeff Staple. He owns Reed Space and his brain Staple brand. Okay. So when he dropped it, he does his store exclusive only. That's in New York. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Um, I used to buy a lot of the staple clothes off fucking um Karma Loop. Yeah, Karma Loop was a dope clothing. Yeah, they had like that. Um, those kind of like they still dope. It just they, is they, not as big. I feel like they were big, but they're kind of like low key big. You feel me? I feel like you kind of had to be like in the in the um like the scene that kind of people wasn't shopping like that online. Yeah, true. Not like now, e-coms is everything. Yeah. It's something to say that pretty much making a brick and mortar is like makes no sense at this point. Yeah. Just I mean, add yo, extra expense. Your store is mostly online, right? Like, do you, you do you have no, a physical... most is more mostly local. No physical store yet. No physical store yet. Do you plan on it? Yes. What did we just say? Probably. <laughs> probably, I would say this year. This it was year? supposed to be last year, but things got pushed back with COVID and going back and forth. What's so. going to push you to get the physical store though? Um, when like it's just an extra expense, like, do you think you're? You to me, it? there's a lot of people like myself. <clears throat> I'd rather go into a store physically and touch the shoe when I purchase yeah. it, or get to try it on because everything is made different, different factories, and then shoes look different in person sometimes than when you see it on a phone or computer. And they might just not yo, they, yo. I've I've seen a lot of shoes that I thought were fly as fuck, yo, but they just weren't for me. No, no, yo, you ever like a, a dope ass shoe? And you put it on you, it's like, all right, this ain't like this, this ain't, ain't this is flying that dude, but it ain't flying me. <laughs> Crazy thing is, I usually like thug through it. Like, if I don't like the shoe and like on my foot, like there's a couple singers that I bought, and I'm just like, eh, it doesn't really fit for me. Especially like I'm a size 13, so when I look at people's sneakers, like they're wearing like a size nine, like you know, a smaller shoe. But then when they, they stretch out the shoe, it's like, eh, I don't really like that. But fuck it, I already paid for it, so I'm just rock the shoe. Nah, not me. We'll just return the shit. <laughs> yeah, just, you could return it. Nah, just keep the I receipt. Just keep it. I just keep it, bro. Like I don't know. I'm used to it. Like I just feel like you know, 
the ideal shoe is like a smaller size, but then when you stretch that shit out, it just does. It starts to look weird after a while. Nah, that makes sense. Oh, I mean, so back to um his his question. I'm saying like um you're the problem, like because. No, no, I think he's the solution. Uh, when it comes, <laughs> yo, no, when it comes to capitalism, I'm I'm fall for it, bro. Like, yo, if I could like if I could take shit and sell it to somebody, or if I could fart in a bag and sell it, like that girl that was recently <laughs> yeah, doing that I've shit. Seen that you too. seen that shit? Yo, I would do it. So I'm all for capitalism. You bought a bag? Nah, <laughs> hell no. But I'm I, I fucks with her for thinking about that <laughs> shit. Like she far, found a market, but I don't have a problem with like what you're doing, but I could see some people having a problem with it. And I, I think that's what you were alluding to, right? That- Yo, honestly, like, it's just to me, it's like, damn, I used to just, I used to be able to just go to the mall. Or I used to just go online right, and buy whatever shoe I fucking wanted. No issues. You feel me? And then all of a sudden, it just became like a competition, bro. And it's just like, <laughs> yo. I like I love sneakers because I just like yo sneakers to me are like fucking Pokemon, bro. Like they're like real life Pokemon. Like you're just cut like you're really collecting them all. You feel me? Like I got love for it. I feel like there's like this change in the sneaker game that happened where like fucking what's it what they call them, like hype beasts, right? Where like dudes that don't even like the shoe are just buying it because they know it's gonna fucking sell, or. <laughs> Or they know people are gonna like it, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's for like. For well, me. the problem was StockX. Okay. StockX, what a lot of people don't know is is actually the the dude that owns the Cleveland Cavalier, uh, Cavaliers. He owns StockX. For real? Yeah. Was the Cavs owner? Which one came first? So no, he owns Cavaliers. The he Cavs, owns the Cavs came first. Okay. Yeah. So then, no, I mean, obviously the Cavs <laughs> oh, came he, first. He had a young kid who brought it up to him. Okay. And he just partnered up and backed everything. Okay. And StockX makes it easy for anybody to sell sneakers. You literally could just go up there and hit sell it now. They send you a shipping label and you ship it out and you'll make money right away. So you think that's the that was a turning point for this? That was game? a turning point because then you had people who they just could make another passive income. Yeah. Just by buying shoes or winning a sneaker on a sneaker app or something. So, but I realized like I feel like it was before that though, because I remember like, you know, in high school, like trying to buy, order sneakers on eBay and uh, try to, or a little bit after high school, maybe trying to purchase sneakers on eBay, like people were. I mean, like, the hype was there, but now, like he was saying, it's it it's should. crazy. Now you have people who don't even have no love for sneakers. To them, it's just a product, right. an item. They treat it like if it's like an Amazon or something. It's like a business venture. Yeah, you buying and just selling, and then you're dealing with people who has a million dollars that right. they could put in. Mm-hmm. So to them, it's like it's not a problem. Where us smaller people like we really have to go out there and build connections and get shoes, camp out. Yeah, I mean, how do you so? How do you get your shoes? Like, what's your secret? For me, just over time building connections. Okay, like, so it's like just networking for you, right? Networking, and then I go to sneaker shows about twice a month. Where the sneaker shows at? Sneaker shows be all over. It's all over like the country. Yeah, like you everywhere need, you in the world. Yeah, I fly places. I was just in Massachusetts last Sunday. Okay. At Springfield at the Hall of Fame. They uh had a show over there. You get a bunch of kids like me who will buy tables and then sell their sneaker there. So you can sell it at like a little bit cheaper or sometimes people pay higher because the shoes are already sold. So they already know what profit margin they can make. So like yo, is this a full time job for you? Yes. So you don't you don't do nothing else? This is all I do. So you quit your job to do this? Yeah. This is I it. I live and breathe and sleep this. Bro, that was it, a lot of commitment. Like, what made you make that jump? To me, is 
I'd rather do something I love than work a nine to five. Amen. And then I was able to learn over time and teach myself. Like, I always look at it like this. Me working a nine to five, I'm making the average ten, fifteen dollars an hour. But <laughs> <laughs> but to me, if I, you know, put in the time and the effort in those same hours, I can make the same amount, if not more, but doing something I love. So I'm actually doing better because I'm enjoying it. I mean, bro, I always I like like me personally. I mean, you know me since high school. Like, yeah, I've always liked sneakers. I've always liked dressing up you feel me like i just like didn't you get best dress in high school i mean if we want to talk about it <laughs> <laughs> yo he's humble yo you being humble right now we could that's another day that's another day that's another conversation but right. keep bringing it up but nah i've always loved it you feel me i feel like to me it's like wearable art like yo you ever like see like a piece of art or some shit that you really think like damn this is fucking beautiful right like you look at a car yeah everybody's got something that they think is like their shit right might be electronics. You might look at like a fucking iPad, like yo, damn, that's like the way they constructed that shit. I look at clothes like that. You feel me? So when I put like a fucking fit on, where I'm like, damn, like this is art. Like I'm like I'm like rocking art right now. That's like so I've always had love for it. So to me, that's when like I understand. Yo, I understand like you know the capitalist entrepreneur side of it. So mm-hmm. yo, you, you got to make your money. You feel me? And if there's an opportunity to make it, you got to do it. But I feel like like you you pointed out a good point. It's like yo, there's like people. Like the Cavs owner, right? Like the dude star stock X probably fucking wears like Crocs every day or some shit, right? Like, <laughs> but like yo, like, yo, does like wears no sneakers, right? But he pretty much like runs the biggest sneaker company in the world, but doesn't really know. Like, it's just like a fucking business to him. You know what I'm saying? Well, a lot of people don't know is like Goat is another yeah, platform, I know about, yeah, Goat. but Goat was purchased by Foot Locker. Really? So Foot Locker oh, that's actually like owns some Champs. Like double dipping. Yeah, yeah. So, like so Foot Locker training. owns Champs. Foot action, they own all these companies. So Foot when Locker? they so when yeah. they buy into a resale store, they're kind of controlling the market on both sides. Yeah, that seems like some shady shit they're doing right now. Because they could, they, they, they could. Locker own all, so they own all that. Yeah. Yo, so when you like go into the mall, you're pretty much only right, shopping sure, at Foot Locker. Yeah. Yo, you know what's funny? Like speaking of controlling the market, I mean, so obviously you know about like the sneakers app, right? What happened last year? Oh, of course. What happened last year exactly? So for um the people that don't know, right? So there was this kid called West Coast Joe. Yep. You know you know what this <laughs> shit, right? So West Coast Joe's like was this kid on Instagram like killing it in a sneaker game. The resale like, bro, he was getting like fucking like thirty pairs of shoes weren't like even the best resellers to only get like one pair, right? And I was, uh-huh. yo, people are like, yo, how the fuck is he doing it, bro? You know like the Marty McFlies from Back to the Future? Yeah. Like you know what I'm talking about? Like the shoes, yeah. like yeah. those are like. Some of the rare shoes, like fucking known to earth, right? Like I think a yeah, pair what are of them the is Air like Max 20, or something? yeah, the yeah. Air Max. They're like twenty thousand dollars, right? Bro had yo, he said he had like six pairs or some shit like that, right? Said he found them in a fucking warehouse, right? Okay. So yo, obviously, you know what I'm saying? When he started, get, yo, he started making a lot of money, started getting a lot of fucking clout, right? So he got interviewed by like um like this newspaper company, some shit called like the Bloomberg Terminal, right? Yo, it's, you know, you start getting that big, you start getting a little bit too much swag in your surf, right? You start yep. leaving loose ends. Yo, so when they did an interview with him, right, they found out who the fuck his mom was. The owner of Nike. Oh, that's that story. Yeah, okay, okay. the CEO. Fucking, uh, yeah. A the CEO, CEO of, like, the North American um, yeah. chapter of fucking Nike, bro. Okay. So it's like, what a coincidence, right? Yo, and he used his mom's 
um, company card. credit yeah. card to buy like well, a lot of people don't know this is when you work for the company yeah you get 30 percent off every shoe at cost 30 percent. so if you work for nike at you, cost so you get no undercut like so retail would be like 200 they get 30 percent off that okay okay but they could go on nike and purchase stuff for under because you have your own account so they give you like if you ever go on nike and you scroll down they said if you ask you if you're a Nike member, but through their account, so you actually like a part of the Nike, you know, family. Yeah. And then you get stuff on discount. It's crazy. So think about what he was paying, actually paying for every shoe. That's Nothing. That's a good point. Yo, so like <laughs> dudes like that, or like that's what to me is like he he fucked the sneaker game up for a lot of people. Right? Yo, because you might be like, yo, because like the sneakers app usually just drops like 10, 10 a.m. Right? Is it 10 yeah, ten a.m. Right. So you might be there like 9.58, 9.59, click on it, sold out. Like, how? Plenty of times, bro. Like, how? Exactly. But, yo, but it's like dudes like that, like, are getting, like, inside trading, right? What, yo, what she ended up, like, his mom had to fucking, like, leave Nike because of this shit. Yeah. Well, a lot of Nike work. I have friends who work at Nike. Oh, for real? So, like, they get access to shoes before they even drop. That's what's going to be that my That helps question. them promote the yeah. shoes a lot. Yeah. So especially if they think it's not going to be a big shoe, they'll give it out to more like other workers. You know, you don't have to be high up in the branch. So I was going to ask, like, you know, he's using his mom's credit card, but you know, how is he actually getting the 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 shoe? Because I mean, his mom's credit card is obviously paying for it, but like, if the app is selling out, like, how is he? How so is a he lot of shoes. So the app is separate. So what he was doing, he was getting access to exclusive stuff. When you're higher up in Nike or Foot Locker, you get access to. I'm talking about the most limited shoes, especially if you ask for it. Yeah. You know, you get, and then they have people who's like DJ Callister, who's actually like sponsored by Jordan. They're part of Jordan team. So they get sent stuff for free. So everything you see DJ Cali post is all gifted to him. Yeah. Yo, cause they're, yo, they're advertising. Yeah, they're promoting like, it. For yeah. For, yeah, for them. Yeah. I mean, yo, I, I guess like, he's, there's probably like some backdoor account, like you're saying like that. Oh, like, that, like, yo, I, like we can't access it. Like, yeah. I, like you know, like I'm a member at Nike, but I'm not fucking like the West Coast. <laughs> I don't have the West Coast Joe fucking entrance. You know what I mean? Like I gotta, I gotta get, bro. I take about, I average a L on the sneakers app weekly. Yeah, at this point, I bid on shoes that I don't even fucking want. Just like, I just want to see if I, if I could win one, yo. <laughs> Man, no. I know the feeling though. You? I lose a lot. For real? Yeah. On it, the sneakers app? The sneaker app goes off just random. And then you got you think, kids. You really think it's random, yo? I feel like. Because you got yo, kids who bots. Went, yo, so oh. kids who bots, they computerize it. So they can. So what you would enter one for, they'll enter a thousand different accounts. You ever use but a bot? I never. It's too much. It's too difficult for me. And it's a lot of. You got to pay <laughs> like for IP address. You got to pay for different type of urls because they ban it quick they have bot protection as well oh they do so it's oh, like so these apps are on it like they're not like yeah so these bot. kids like really know how to get around to get the shoes and then like i said like, they have like hackers like they're yeah like they're hackers. basically hacking i mean but it's, it's paying off though like if they're getting that's what i was about to say getting a thousand yeah. you know you're you're one person you know so yeah, yeah no matter how many connections you get like they could probably hit for five and the time that it takes you to hit for like maybe one Sometimes you, sometimes you got to get a little bit of the edge. That's why I always go for a size, like usually nine to through like 11, because those are where most of the sizes are. They have like, for instance, they just dropped a shoe, I think it was yesterday, nine through 11, they all had like 5,000, 6,000 pairs. Size 13 and stuff only had 15 pairs. So your chance of hitting that is 
super low. Yeah, but that's also the most common shoe size. Yeah, that's why it's they make more low. of it. Yeah, they make more of it. But then that means more people are going after that shoe size. So that could go just as fast as the number 13. So, right? I, I mean, that's why I say I take my chances. I, I lose a lot. I mean, imagine me. I'm going for two or three shoes a day. Yeah, but you on the sneakers app? Or just yeah, the sneakers app. Because yo, they have a gotta, lot of restocks. Yeah, but you got to like... um. Use a different account then, right? Because you can only bid one time, right? For on a- yeah, no, I use one account. I might have like my wife or something okay. join accounts, you know. Okay, okay. Try to go for something, but other than that, I lose a lot. A lot of my stuff that I would win is like in stores, which is kind of dope because Finish Line just changed their uh their program where to get the shoes you got to spend points, and to get points you got to spend money. Oh, so the more money you spend, the more points you get. So they're actually like trying to cater to. They're the customers who spends money with them. So it's kind of going back to kind of like a more traditional way. In yeah. Person. Yo, because it's, it's funny because I remember, um, I feel like there was a point where like the sneaker game kind of almost died down. It's like, I, I want to say, like, there was a phone positive frenzy. You feel me? Mm-hmm. That was like in like a 2008 to like 2012 or some shit, right? And then I feel like from like a couple of years, yo, I feel like you could really almost get any sneaker you want. Like it wasn't. Like it was still competitive, but I feel like it just like the hype died down. Like I think like I feel like Jordans weren't really selling like that. I feel like a lot of the fucking like the old basketball Nikes just coming back. Like the Pippins. So to see that with those is the Pippins, and you had Penny Hardaway twos and yeah, stuff the coming Har- out. Hardaways had a good run. So when you had stuff like that coming out, it was smaller margin, but you were still able to make money. Then you had stuff that would come out. Like certain phone posits, Galaxy or, or All Star Kobe's, yeah. and you had higher margin because it was more limited. So you could charge eight hundred dollars for a shoe if you get lucky and win it for a two hundred buck. But I feel like it was like there was a point like in a sneaker game where like it was reasonable and fair. You know what I mean? And then I feel like what really changed it up because I, uh, I remember I used to be on the sneakers app, bro. I used to hit like every sneaker I really want on the sneakers app. Like yo, because I remember when, remember when Vapor Maxes like probably like five yeah. five years ago. Vapor Max is like was fucking killing it, right? Like all the, the they're they were kill, like every fucking color was like fire. One fire. of the most comfortable shoes they ever. Yo, made. I got like literally eight <laughs> pairs of, like um of Vapor Maxes, right? Yo, and I was like, yo, I was like, life was good. <laughs> <laughs> Feel me? I was eating. Nike was eating. Like we was all good, bro. And then I, well, what I think the turning point for me was when fucking Kanye joined Adidas. Yo, I feel like when he. Drop the Yeezys. Like, I feel like the fuck, there was a big shift in the sneaker game. I think that's when a lot of that resale shit happened. I feel like when that's when things became very exclusive. Well, it definitely pumped, like, boosted up because then everybody wanted it. And it wasn't, they made it a limited, especially the first couple colorways. Yeah. You could only go to certain stores. My first Yeezys I, I purchased, I actually went to camp out at Barney's, New York. Okay. So I went out there, didn't think I was going to hit. I was like third in line out there. For third like, in line, anything was going to hit? Well, because nobody knew. Sometimes they would do raffles the night before. Uh-huh. So nobody really told anybody, you know. When I got there, I was third in line. I'm like, this is crazy. But that Barney, that was their first time dropping the Yeezy. I didn't know that. So when I got there, I was third in line. And I was able to get a pair for retail. And I sold it for like 600 bucks. Did you even keep them? Nah. Yeah, he's in the business. Game, <laughs> the man. You can't ones? get attached. It was the yeah, great yeah. one, the moon. Can't get high on your own supply. Yo, but I feel like, because, you know, Kanye was with Nike for a, a little while, and then he went to Adidas, and I feel like then Kanye, yo, I mean, as crazy as Kanye is, bro, he does make a lot of smart, like, 
um, like business moves. I feel like when he started like lim- like limiting his supply of shoes, yo, I feel like the fucking shoe game followed. You know what's crazy is not even him. He never controlled none of that market. Seriously? Kanye wants everybody wearing Yeezys. He wants to put it out there like it was Air Force Ones. You, th- you it's really Adidas. Believe, believe it? Yeah, because it's Adidas creators because they got to protect their brand. Okay. And what they build it behind, you know, Kanye West. So to them, they still got to make it limited, make people want to come back for different colorways. He's the type of person he wants to create and just see everybody wearing it. But you, yo, you really buy that about him? I mean, yeah. I follow him. He's one of my favorite artists. Okay. All around from music to art. He say everything he was going to do. Yo, I've actually, I've, I've listened to a couple interviews where I've heard him say that, right? But it's like, so I don't know, man. Do Sometimes it? I just like, it's, it's, it's easy to just like hear, say something, right? But it's like, because I feel like he has a lot of influence. Yo, he brought like, I, and this might be bullshit because he said it, but he like, he said he brought like the Adidas stock, like up like 20 billion, like yeah. up to 20 or some shit like He's that, not right? Lying. Gap, he broke Gap's. Gap is a big brand. Everybody knows dude, their commercial brand. brand. It was a fucking dying brand. They never broke a record how he did dropping his first jacket. The most ugliest jacket to me. It's a basic it was, hoodie. It's a basic hoodie. It broke records. It shut the whole gap down. Yo, he got yo, Kanye's got the Midas touch when it comes to fashion. Oh, yeah. Like any anything yeah. he touches, any company he works with, yo, it's selling out. Yeah. A lot of people don't know is from the Kanye his first uh season. Yeah. So, you know, he drops clothes with his shoes and all of that. All these big brands that you think of Balenciaga, they all worked under him. They were all under him as creative people. So you had Virgil, who was Louis Vuitton, you know, rest in peace to him. And then you had uh, Just Don, who's his friend from Chicago as well. Balenciaga, the owner, was one of his creative, uh, the head dude of Adidas now, who runs the whole director stuff, was under him. So it was like, it's crazy the people who he had in one roof working for him and now look what they're doing yeah i mean I, I actually i just was watching um something about um virgil and how i didn't even know how like closely virgil and connie was like yeah like, growing up they were good yeah. friends i'm just saying but even like in the fashion industry like how much of an impact they had each other because like virgil really changed like um, oh like, yeah yo that's another thing that like i think shifted the, um the shoe game was like when um Nike started doing like the fucking um the restocks with the off white. Well, off white was yeah. crazy when he came out. He just he did stuff that people didn't expect. I mean, he was turning Jordan ones and just adding a little touch to it. Yo, and but it was it, crazy. Yo, sometimes I look at this like, yo, do you think it really made a difference, like in the how the shoe looked? Like, did it really make it that much better, or is it just because? Here's what I wonder, right? Are people <laughs> buying these shoes, right? Like I said, like is it kind of a hype beast kind of thing? Are they buying these shoes because they really fuck with it, or is it just like, yo, oh, I already know, like, oh, Virgil did this shit, like I already know, it's like it's it's supposed to be fly. Nah, to me is, I I can't say all his shit is hot. Right. Yeah, right, some right. of his shit looks nah, yo, I, crazy, yeah, right? Some, some, but at the same time, it's like when you wear it on your feet, it's a statement. Yeah, you right. see somebody with some off whites. You can't just go get no off white shoes nowhere. Like yo, like the off bro. What I really wanted was the fucking off white um vapor maxes he did. Yeah, the, those are uh, crazy. Joints. I guess my Fire. thing is, is like I feel like you know it's a state, it's a statement, but you have to know what it is. You know, like yeah, but even the person in, like, that doesn't know, like what it is, they're gonna be like, oh, that's like that shoe is different. Like that's because, like I said, it's art. Okay. You know, he's taking the the Nike tag off and basically putting it on the outside and right. stitching it. It's 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 a form of art, 
but I feel like it's hit predominantly the poor, the the poorer community, the right? You're talking the about the poor. It's usually what I want to say, it, but yeah, it's usually poverty the, streaking. The low income community is the people buying these shoes, right? Yes. The people that really can't afford it. And so. from a financial point of view, this is where I disagree with the whole business concept because you're technically selling a shoe that people really can't afford, and they're instead of paying their light bill or or getting ahead, you no, know, contributing to their 401k, buying a stock, something that they could really build assets with, they're buying a pair of shoe. But see, no. to me, they're not forcing on no one. It's not, but but that's the mentality of the community. Yeah, I don't think that's, that's an issue with the company. That's yeah, that's not the company. And people I, don't understand, like for instance, American Eagle. American Eagle is one of the biggest companies who donates for the world. They build houses, everything. Yeah, they got the fucking most comfortable jeans. Yeah, yeah I amazing. Got, I just bought a pair, but so people don't know, but they don't put none of that out on social media, nothing, because to them it's private to them you know this you're talking about they call it an empire because their company's so big so like they're not forcing on people the poverty people they they like wearing stuff because i come from nothing so when you wore something you felt like i right, i'm moving up i'm progressing you know and it it, it hurts and sucks because there's people like that buy shoes from me <laughs> who will take money from their rent just to buy sneakers to wear it out for a night and say, oh, like, I got it. People like to pretend, yeah, you know, but they can't control that. That's people in the community have to change that. You know, I'm not trying to, like, dodge your business, like, your business venture. I'm just trying to say that, like, there are people out there that they really should not be buying these shoes, no, like, these overpriced shoes. <laughs> now, from, from your perspective, I completely agree with you. Like, I, I applaud you, the fact that you got, a business like you created a business out of it coming from the hood like instead of just going out there and buying the shoe you created a business out of it and that that like that is so much better than what the majority is doing you know what's funny bro just describe the crack dealer (laughs) (laughs) dealer? Nah, nah. yo you're pretty much just saying it like yo there's people you, you got a product that certain people should not should not be buying right but yo just like crack, right? You can't control who Look, come by. Yo, if I got crack and you want crack, I'm gonna give you the crack. Yeah. <laughs> let, let, let's yo, bring it you, down to weed. Let's yo, bring it down to you, weed. What you do with it is on you. Nah, yo, I I honestly feel like yo sneakers are. I yo, I went through a sneaker addiction. Like yo, there was a point in my life when I was younger where like I I literally bought shoes every fucking week. Yo, What's the every, most sneakers you had? Most sneakers I had. I honestly, I can't. I I really can't. Like it was. Not like not in the hundreds. I'm not gonna say I, I've never been that deep. I know people that are fucking like insane sneakerheads. You feel me? At I, one point, I had one fifty six. One hundred fifty six sneakers, and I gave away a hundred pairs. Just gave it away. Why'd you give it away? To me, I come from nothing. It doesn't mean nothing. I'd rather give it to kids that don't have nothing. All right. What a lot of people know for me is What's I get back. <laughs> <laughs> I give back to the community every right, year. Right, right, right. So I either do like giveaways during Christmas. Um, I was blessed enough to be able to build a basketball court in a neighborhood I grew up in. For real? Yeah, so hey, we you built the basketball court. Yeah, we really? built it, put for up real? hoops at uh, Danbury, Beaver Street. Oh, for real? So they put, they finally put up the lights when we did that. I got one of my friends, yeah, his Nino, brother. You, you really are like Nino Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I try to give back. So like this year we did like a family give back. So 
me and a couple store owners out here, we found families who needed help and we just donated toys, food, whatever we could give. And every year I try to do that. Because one thing I do, I never forget where I come from. Right, right, right. Bro, this, That's what's up. Yo, this is, yeah. Yo, drug dealers do this shit. This is, like, <laughs> yo, this is exactly what they do, yo. Yo, y'all ever watch American Gangster with fucking, uh, <laughs> that's 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 yeah. yo, I used to sell fucking heroin, but then he used to be giving out turkeys on Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> I fuck with it. I'm just saying. He, he doing it through the shoe game, though. That, yeah. That's more respectable. Yo, you ever, yo, you ever buy some shoes when you should have bought some other shit? What do you mean? Like, like, like you, you, you ever like, all right, like, damn, I should probably go and pay my fucking phone bill, but fuck, I'm gonna get. Oh them. yeah, I'm gonna happened. get these Jordans. Of course, that happened a lot. Oh, especially growing up, before I really got into reselling, you know, I always like, especially if it's a shoe that I grew up and I seen yeah. growing up, and I really wanted that shoe. So when I had a chance to buy it, I'm like, you know what, I could pay my bill later, <laughs> and I'll go buy the shoe because I knew the shoe wasn't gonna come back out for what, another five to ten years. See, I don't got anything against getting these shoes and wearing them, you know, look, looking fresh all the time. Mm-hmm. If you got it, you should get it. But if you don't, like, if you got to pay that bill, like, you really should pay that bill. And, like, it's just a shoe at the end of the day, right? It, it does bring you confidence in your appearance, but... I think it's more than that. Yo, I think the thing about um, being, like, a sneakerhead, right, or having love for sneakers, yo, only people that are sneakerheads or understand your love for it, yo. Because, yo... It's, it's it's like only a crackhead would understand. Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> only a crackhead would understand my love for crack. Nah, bro, I feel like I think people that are not into sneakers, yo, they'll never understand people that are into it. You feel me? Of course. Like, I I mean, yo, um, are, you're Cambodian, right? Like you yeah. said before. Are, are were your parents were your parents born in America? Or, no, right? Yo, my I family bet- came here. They were actually a part of the the war in Cambodia. Oh. And my family was able to escape it and come to America. Damn, it's like American dream type shit, yo. Yeah. But, yo, but I feel like, all right, I bet when you were buying sneakers and shit like that, right, your parents could not fucking comprehend. Oh, they couldn't stand it, yeah. Like, yo, they're, yo, same thing, like, yo, my parents, at like, at first, they're like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? Like, <laughs> Why are you wasting your many, money on it? Yo, my, my yeah. mom's favorite line on my dad's like, how many feet you got? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, matter of fact, how did you get into shoes? Like, what was your first impersonation of a shoe that was like all right i have Girl, to have this growing like, up i seen first- i seen my brother people in the neighborhoods and just wearing it and i thought it was dope you know i was into sports mm-hmm. but when i really got into fashion seeing the art of getting into like matching clothes and changing it up looking different i thought it was dope so that's what really like i fell in love with that process did, did you do it for you or did you do it to impress other people no nah, so at first I did it for myself, and then I went through. Everybody goes through the phase. You do it for oh, I'm gonna, let me get fresh yeah. for others. Then you get to a point is like mm, it's hard to keep up. It's expensive, right, 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 right. So you can only change the outfit so many times for you repeat that shit. <laughs> Yo, here's a here's a fucking uh like one a cardinal rule to me, bro. Yo, once you take a picture of that shit and put it on Instagram, that outfit's done. Shit <laughs> <laughs> dead. Can never wear it again. Nah, you can't wear. It. Yo, you can't wear that exact outfit afterwards. Yo, once you post on Instagram, done. It's you gotta done. change something. Up. Yeah. I guess uh, like for me, I'm not a big sneakerhead. There are, don't get me wrong. Like I love sneakers, but like growing up, it was kind of like the thing where my mom couldn't afford it. So now that I have the money to get it, I, I grab the shits. But honestly, like I like I, I had conversations with I think Manny before where I was like, you know, I can't. That's not for me. Like, you know, spending money excessively on it. Don't get me wrong. Like, the sneakers that I wanted growing up, I make sure that I get those. But 
to like keep spending money on sneakers all the time is just it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, but as so, long as you're spending money on sneakers that you like, I think right. that's the big difference. You know I mean? Yo, there's not going to be sneakers that you like that comes out every week, right? right. No, I mean, I think for you it's different. You're in like you're in the business. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm a consumer, right? So I buy stuff that I'm gonna wear, not that I'm gonna. Resell. I'm a collector too. No, I mean, I, I I bet there's a lot of stuff that I have. I'm big on Air Max. I'm not a big Jordan fan. I always Dude, I just ordered some Air Max ones off um stock. Air Max ones, my favorite shoes of all Yo, time. Um, the fucking lemon ones, the yellow lemon yep. shits. When they come <laughs> in. <laughs> <laughs> so I grew up Air Max. I had a whole phase of Air Max was the shit. You know, it wasn't even Jordans. Air Max, you had Air Max, it was dope. And the comfort of the shoes, you know. I grew up wearing the same shoes for three, four years straight. So comfort of the shoe was big for me, you know. Good. And I would buy one Air Max. And you know, back then you had Reeboks, New Balance. New Balance had two for 80 yeah. at Full Locker at one point. But having Air Max was like way better than having Jordans for me. Yeah. Then, you know, I really, I started getting to Jordans, I would say high school. When I was able to, you know, like I could afford it a little. I can't say, you know, it was, I was, I used to work hard. You know, in high school, I was doing club nights. Passing out flyers to make fifty bucks, but in to me, school? yeah, in high school, freshman year, and when I when I was I got Go into for the clubs club. at freshman year, yeah, yeah, that's lit. I used to do. I started college nights in Danbury with a couple of friends, and I used to go to school right after, sleep three four hours and go straight to school. Dude, Damn, that's you're... lit as fuck. But to me, <laughs> it was my the way I grew up having nothing like that pushed me. Yeah. I see my mom struggling stuff that really pushed me to like you know what I can't keep living like this. See, see, I feel like a lot of people don't put like they don't let their kids feel that that need to like <laughs> to to drive to have that drive. I like you, like- you need to develop that drive. A lot of pe- a lot of parents will just give their kids anything and just like, ev- everything. Right? I feel like it's opportunities too. A lot you- of thing was like it's hard to get into like. For instance, there's I just got I just met the owner of a boxing. He okay. owns a gym out here. He does it for free for the community for kids. I think that's super dope. A lot of people don't know about it's free, and it will help kids from being on their phone twenty four seven. They're doing something active. They might not like it at first, but to them kids just want to be out. And yeah. when you don't see opportunities like that, and like nowadays schools are so tight, they can't even get teachers to work. So True. how would you, you know, parents just rather than, oh, let me take my kids to after school, you know, program or something. I'm just going to give them my iPad. Right. Because yeah, then they don't got to do it. And then they, you know, could do their own life. Yeah, so that's, it's like that's true. How you true. raise your kid and teach your kid. It's big. Yeah, I want my kids to struggle. I want them to feel a little bit of struggle so they could really like appreciate the, the reward. It means how hard you put it. Like I used to work at a gas station. The gas station managers were the kids of the owners. Oh. And he's the owner used to tell me, like, no, my kids are gonna work their way up to own this business one day. Right, exactly. So Yeah, but he, they didn't really struggle. Like he's he's they're already set up. Yeah, but to them he had they had to go to school or they weren't getting no support. Yeah, I'm just and, saying, but that's like basic shit. Like that's but, like yo, they, like he didn't make them fucking like struggle. No, nah, no, nah, of course. I mean, yo, there's there's uh, when I say struggle, like they have to feel some sort of level of resistance. Like I'm not, I'm not just gonna give them everything in life. You know what I mean? Nah, like, bro, I, get, yo, so, I get it. Yo, put them in the, yo, put them in a shelter now. <laughs> yo, man, yo, really put, get them in there, I'm man. A, I'm gonna put them in a concentration camp. Nah, there, you go. <laughs> there you go. 
Nah, but I do feel like your struggle created your drive. And yeah. that's what got you to become an entrepreneur, create your own, and get away from that nine to five. If your parents were just out there just buying you sneakers, right? You would have never known yeah. what it took to got to sneakers, right? To get the sneakers. But I look, yeah, I grew up like you I just see pa- my parents work nine to five and then get us nowhere. Right. I see my brothers work nine to five. Get didn't them, really man. get us nowhere, you know? Yeah, down the line, 30, 40 years from now, but how can you really enjoy life? You 50, 60 years old, yeah, you get to enjoy life, your 401k retirement, but you oh, you're not you're not gonna have the same energy when you're twenty well, thirty I just, years old. I just, I just said this shit, bro. Like I remember um last time we had met up, I'm like, yo, I don't even look at my four one k as a fucking like plan. <laughs> yo, cause like, yo, that's a good point, bro. I yo, a lot of people would be like, yo, I just contributing to this four one k, man. Like I can't wait till this four one k really kicks in, yo. But yes, fucking sixty five, I, <laughs> I can live. Now, but the thing about the four hundred one k or any kind of investment account is you build it up early, so. At some point, you could stop. Like, let's say you start at like thirty, right? Mm-hmm. You contribute it till like forty, then you stop, right? And then by the time you stop looking at it, by the time you're sixty, you got a large amount of money. You never stop right? looking at it, but you only put it put in money for ten. Now, if you start at like fifty, right, and you start contributing, you're not gonna have that much money left. You're not gonna have that much money. So you, it's it's all about planning with a four hundred one k or any kind of investment. That's any investment. Yeah, any kind of investment. Like right now, you're you're kind of setting the groundwork for like your your business, right? You said that you're about to buy a building or something. You're about to no, we're about to open up. You're about to open up a store, right? Yeah. But you had to put in that work in the beginning, right? Of course. It's the same thing as any investment. Yo, you put in the work and then it grows. Sorry, go ahead. Yo, what what city do you plan on doing your store at? In Danbury. In Danbury. All right, so I know in Danbury Mall right now, there's an, like a, a resale store. Yeah. I think right across from like Champs, right? Yeah. Yo, what are you going to do to outsell them? He, to me, he, I don't look at them as competition. Damn. I don't, I don't look at nobody. Damn. Damn. I don't look at nobody as competition. There's enough room in the market for everybody to eat. But I like, I like what that. I tell people is I really love sneakers okay. and fashion. A lot of people do it for the money. I do it for the actual culture. Okay, I respect that shit. Because, like, down the line, five, ten years from now, I want to be able to teach kids. If I could start a school, teach kids how to make money through fashion, because from making your own brand, clothing brand, and all of that, there's money in everything. It's making that decision and taking that risk. Yeah. So now you said speaking in the future, like, how? what's the longevity for, like, the the resale company? Like, how long do you think that... Oh, they said every year it goes up, so... They said that by 2000, I think, I think like five, 10 more years, okay. that's going to be over $20 billion resale. Really? The market. So it's just going to keep getting worse for like people that's wanting to actually buy things at retail then. Yeah. So like the problem is most of these stores, retail stores, they are, they own resale companies. Yo, resale is going to become retail. Ooh. Yeah. That's what people are already bar. saying. Bar. That's, that's <laughs> what it's going to become. They, there's people who say that. One of the biggest resellers, he says he never buys anything for retail anymore. Everything he buys for himself gonna, is retail price. Yeah, but there's going to be like, price. like resellers reselling? <laughs> yeah, it's possible. But I guess the resellers are going to just be the middleman to like the actual product that you want. Right. Like, You'll be the middleman. They'll yeah. be yeah, the footlocker. I, like, I don't know, man. I feel like if it goes that far, bro, I feel like just, I'm going to just say fuck it. Like, yo, all right. What's the most? All right, I'll start with you. What's the most you'll spend on a sneaker? One. 150. Okay, you're not getting shit. <laughs> right. 150, that's okay, it. What's my, the, most of my shoes are like 80 bucks. 
I'm done. I'm done with you. Converses. <laughs> what's the most you spent on this? The week? most I ever spent was five hundred dollars. What'd you spend? What's the most you spent? The most I spend something I really like, probably a thousand dollars. What's something that you could like? What's a shoe that you'd be like, damn, this is worth a thousand dollars right now? If I saw it, if I had it right now, I'm selling you for a thousand. Straight stack. What you? What, what shoe would it be? Probably the off white ones, the UNCs, the blue, light blue colorway with a little bit of orange on them, right? Yeah. Those is fire. I just like the colorway and now, how the are... how the shoe when you put the shoe on how it sits with jeans because I I like wearing slim slim skinny jeans so the way it sits with it like I like how Once that again, looks. Again, shout the American Eagle jeans, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's the most you'll spend on a sneaker? Maybe like four. Four? Yeah. See, okay. that's the problem, man. Y'all spending way too much on something that's gonna be touching the ground all the time. Okay. Y'all. Sp- and you spending way too much money that you got. Wait till you're 65 to touch. <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't look for 1K. Uh, yeah, but you don't, got, bro, you don't got love for it. So like, I don't. Yo, I, was, was foreign. What do you I have never love got for? Into, what? Money. Yeah, building wealth. Uh, financial freedom, number one. The, the, con- the same concept that... The same reason that you got, into, got away from your 9 to 5. What, I'm, I want to get away what from you, that 9 to 5. What are you doing now to make that change? I'm, I guess I'm building a, I I buy a lot of stocks, building, put into my 401k, right? Get that comfort, save, and then try to see if I could become a partner at the company I work at. No. I do engineering. So like there's a firm and there's a possibility that I could buy in. So I save my money and I could put into that. I tell everybody that when you get into any type of entrepreneur, Number one thing is always have money to back it. Exactly. That's I came into the game only $700 when I first started. Yeah. I still have pictures to this day. I only had three pairs of shoes, two pairs of shoes when I started. And now it's crazy. Okay. So five years later, and it's still progressing every day. You know, I work. I try to build my craft, try to understand different markets. Because reselling is not just one way. Like, people resell different ways. Right, right. You could resell by selling, you know, buying multiple stuff, selling at smaller quantities, but the market could be $8. But if you're selling 5,000 of them, you know, you add that up. Yo, what's the average day like you for? Like, like what, what's your average day like? I wake up. I usually. You what know, time? 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock every day. Okay. Uh, I thought you were going to say like 6, but okay. No. Nah, 8, 9 o'clock, depending on if there's a release or not. <laughs> You know, and uh, with that, I always do five to ten posters because before ten o'clock, well, what algorithm posters? I post on social media, like social media, like Instagram, like, like these Facebook. Issues I'm selling today? Yeah, so I'll post like stuff that I have. Okay. So like you know, if I haven't, if I just got some sneakers in, I'll post it up next day. What size? The price. And I try to do five to ten posters every morning, just because Instagram, Facebook is controlled by algorithm now, uh-huh. and. The more you post in the morning, the more people's on it, more people see it. Okay. So I don't know if you know, only really like they say like 10% or less sees your actual post. Yeah, fucking That follows you. It's crazy. The algorithm is fucked up right now. It's crazy. So I try to post then and then I usually look for sneakers. So if I like. Online? uh, Online, Facebook, market, whatever. Or I hit up a couple of resellers. I know, hey, what do you have? And then I'll go on with my day with who I got to meet for the day. And then if there's a release or a restock in the store, 
you know, I'll get a phone call or I'll just go to the from mall. Like, from like your networking, like yeah. you know. Or I'll go or I'll go to the mall. Sometimes I'll just go to the mall just to see what they have because you never know. You'll run into shoes. I'm like, wow, they have this Do you here. ever check out Marshalls? Sometimes. I feel like I go to, I've gotten um, Marshalls a couple of times. I mean, I'm, I'm obviously not. I have Marshalls. a friend of a family who picked up a pair of Jordan 1 Chicago's. Some, bro, Marshall sold it for seven hundred dollars. He paid like yo, eighty bucks. I bought a fucking pair. Um, I bought a pair of Tims. I fuck like, like wheat Tims, like the real joints. Yeah. You feel me? I fucking Marshalls last year for eighty dollars. Yeah, like I, yo, I go to Marshalls all the time, yo. <laughs> <laughs> My shit. No, but companies like Marshall and stuff, what they do is they get so just say the shoe could have the smallest defect. It could be a stitching off yeah. if it doesn't pass. So companies like Marshalls and stuff get access to buy it. And they can sell it at a lower margin. So, like, that's why sometimes you'll see Versace in there. Sometimes you'll see, you know, Whatever. high brand. Now, TJ Maxx carry Gucci. Okay. So, you can get Gucci one. stuff. It's crazy. So, you're out there scouting. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, so you're, you're using a lot of, you're like a lot of foot on the pavement type shit, right? Yeah, like, but yeah. To, I enjoy it. To me, it's not work. Are you, are you incorporated? Do you have an LLC? Yeah, I have an LLC. So everything that you do is pretty much a um a write off on your taxes. Uh, most of about the most of the things. You Man, know? I would be out there writing off every vacation, bro. Like that's a photo that you're <laughs> taking of a shoe or something. Like, yo, you went to Marshalls in California for the week. But to me, it's like I always look like this. When I'm working, I'm working. When I'm on vacation, I don't want nothing to do with the company. Okay. No, but yo, you because I gotta separate my business from family. You gotta enjoy it. You gotta yeah, enjoy your life. and yeah. I learned that from a lot of like mentors gotcha, you know gotcha. that's yeah. a big thing too is having mentors people to teach you the right things to do what to spend on because a lot of new resellers they'll just buy anything oh this shoe's coming out let me buy it but not every shoe's gonna have a market right away you might have to wait three months Yo, what do you think is in the, that, what do you I think thought... is in the market right now like what's like hot right now the hot shoes right now is still cool gray 11s okay because it's still you know recent christmas time uh the patent breads that people went crazy for. They only made 160,000, 180,000 pairs. How do you get these numbers? That's, uh, so sneaker, like, news people will post it. Okay. Or, I mean, you join Discord. You know other resellers who have access to oh, you're like driving this You're really, like, you're really oh, trapped yeah. in. So. You got all day to do it, man. This is your. It's all I do for a living. So, this you is know, bread and butter. If I don't make money, you know, you I got to feed my family, yeah. You know one sneaker that I did thought was gonna pop off and it didn't, and I held held off was like the win like ninety sixes. I thought they were gonna like blow up. They after. they started going up eventually. The problem is, I noticed all all one color shoes they they don't always do as big as a two two tone. Okay, color really? shoes. so multi color yeah. shoes are like better sellers. Yeah, it's usually like you know white and black, white and blue. Yo, what were like the Red Octobers? Those were like those took off. But Red October were super limited. Okay. So like it depends on how they control the market. Red October, a lot of people know it's the Yeezys. Yeah, yeah, yeah I need, but, from Nike. That's, that's you can't really. I feel like you can't really count stuff that Kanye touched. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like yeah, yo, yeah. Honestly, it's to the point where it's kind of like I, I, there's like the Yeezy Boosts. I fucking love them, right? But then yeah. like there's some Yeezys that like I'm like yo, these are like this thing is trolling. Like yo, there's like he doesn't he doesn't but love them. You'd be surprised. Feel, no, all feel, his shoes are so comfortable. No, they are. But I, what I'm saying is like there's like certain his shoes. I feel like they're almost like a social. His boots he just came out. I thought was crazy. I'm like, oh, the, the fucking cowboy rainbows. Yeah, yo, like, I, bro, when they drop, they're gonna sell out so quick. Oh, People are gonna look so stupid. 
People don't care though. Tim, yo, but see, a lot of people don't care. Yo, but that's why I say you can't count what Kanye touches because whatever he touches, mm-hmm. it's like it, it could be whack as shit, but it's selling. No, you're and right. it's getting resold. Yeah, I don't really care for like the new seven hundred with like the big seven hundred on them. But it, some of them. I'm not gonna okay. lie. Now that I'm looking at them more on like on foot, they're like all right. Yo, that's cool, yo, that's like um, but social, they're uncomfortable. Social, yo, social brainwashing though. Probably. Yo, yeah. anything that um gets like um flaunted to you enough times, yo, you you will grow fine. Music is yeah. like that yeah, too. Yeah, no, yeah. music's like that too. Yo, yeah. you ever like hear a song on the radio for the first time? Like, oh, that's just fucking wild. It's purposely yo, played like that. Thirty times, like thirty plays later, like okay. Fucks with it. <laughs> okay, go car- go party. <laughs> Yo, what do you think it's a shoe that was overhyped? Overhyped. I'll what tell you mine. Yeah. One sh- one shoe to me that I've never really could get into, and it's like the um the bathing apes. I never liked them like that. Like I never- see, I was a big fan of bathing apes. No, so I like the brand, the hoodies fire, the shorts <laughs> fire, but the fucking shoes to me are like uh, like they're like a. They got some like fucking uptown, some Air Force Ones, and just like and just put a star on it. I feel like I feel like those were always kind of overhyped and overpriced to me. But a lot of people they have different cushion than the Air Force One. There's actually more. I've never put them on. And then you got to look at like this when you have something like that, you can only purchase those in a Beta Nape store or somebody has a Beta Nape account. So when you have something, they're like, "Oh, where you get that from? I don't see those often." See, but to me, that's like you you know that I don't know that. But he's but, yo, but that's the difference, yo. He's buying it for himself. Yeah. Other people that don't know that they're buying it for the clout. Yeah. Like I don't like, know if you guys ever been to like Barney's New York. No. Where they close now, but the store like was on in Times Square? Yeah, they all yeah, closed. I've been there. They the whole uh company shut down. But you see some of their shoes, you're like it looked like someone just threw mud on the shoe. But they go for seven hundred dollars. Like Chuck Taylor's with mud on it. Or oh, yeah, yeah. just paint. And they charge more because it's the designer who did it. It's a, you know, and then it comes as, it's an art. It's all subjective, yo. Yeah. Yo, because I look at a lot of these fucking, like, um, designer sneakers. Like, they're chunky as shit. The Balenciagas, bro? They're ugly. (laughs) And I could be wrong, but I know people are buying some of these these nice, um, these designer sneakers. For the clout, and and just because it says, like, yo, once I have this on, like, you know that I have money. You know I spend a lot of money on it. Because they're not attractive shoes. No. I don't like, think any of those. I, th- I thought the Balenciaga, um, like, the sock looking one, I thought that was a straight looking shoe. I thought it's right. it a sporty look. I, but see, even them, they, like, they copied a dude named Delvin, who, he has a brand called Saya. He's actually Oh, big. Saya Collective. Yeah, so Saya Collective. I know him from Mach. Okay. Mach and him was friends doing customizing shoes. When he first dropped his shoes, I actually bought his first shoes. And, I, I saw. I first learned about him on Hot Nine Three Points. Um, and he got uh, big because the, uh, he did collaboration with Stephen Curry. And, yeah, because he was on. Messiah um, is known on the for York, the New York radio station. He's with the, um Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. But he did that interview and blew he's up. He's known for his school. That's how he he started a school for kids to teach them how to stitch shoes and clothing. Okay. And then he when he started really like doing his own shoe, and then people just caught on to it. Oh, this is you know. It's his own business, and, and they sell, it's dope. They sell out. Yeah, it's dope. It's, it's a dope style. And then now he has a bunch of style. I can't even keep up no more. But I buy, you know, whenever I get a chance, I'll support it and okay. all of that. And a lot of his stuff, he you gets back. I met him once. Okay. I went to ComplexCon, which is a big convention they do in California. And you do, you have clothing, you have artists, you have sneaker people who will get together, you know, to show off their stuff. And you said you met him through Mosh. 
I know him from Mosh. Who's, so who's Mosh? Mosh is a big designer who does custom shoes for all types of celebrities, from LeBron James to Wale. Yo, does rappers. he do like the paint thing? Like he'll put like certain yes. stuff. Like, like he doesn't so, create the sneakers, right? He just like yeah, customizes so does, to like. How- so what they do is some shoes he'll unstitch and then they'll re put it back on a certain way. Okay. To make it like you know different shoes custom, but he perfects his craft so much that like he does collaboration with Nike, New Balance, anybody, any company you could think of from Sacconis, all of that. And he's he working has. like with these name brand companies. Yeah. And they're so re- he's, wow. So and he's like located dope. in you said Danbury, Connecticut, Danbury, Connecticut. Right? Connecticut. Yeah, fucking wild that like someone that that big, is so yeah. close to us, that big, yeah, is working with like fucking all these like the biggest you know. There are some big Reese, big collectors, sneaker collectors out of Connecticut. Yo, yo, it's like yo, you don't really hear about them. Yeah, yeah, you really don't. Some of these kids' collections, like I know, it's crazy. I'm talking about over a thousand pair of shoes, two thousand pair of shoes. Where do you think they get their money from? Some of them, you know. Either their parents or they just they over got time. A, they got you know, some people five. collect from the nineties to now. So yo, I, yo, up. bro, I have a pair of shoes from two thousand eight. Really? Yeah, yo, I mm. the thing about my sneaker collection is I've probably got about forty now, forty fifty. But the thing about my sneaker collection is right, like I like I didn't buy forty like last year. Mm-hmm. I've had sneakers for like ten plus years. You feel me? I've always taken care of my sneakers. You feel me? Because I got, I, got, I told you, like, I got love for these shits. You feel me? So, like, I, I wear them, and then I fucking shelf them for like three months. You feel me? You got, <laughs> yo, that's the thing about like keeping your sneakers clean and fresh. Yo, you gotta have a rotation. Yo, you can't fucking rock out one shoe every day of the week. Yo, because they're gonna get worn out. I mean, that's what I realized. I guess like, my issue was is that like exactly I, what I do. <laughs> I spend so much money on like these sneakers, especially now that I gotta get them resell. Like, I spend so much money on them, but to me, shoes are shoes. Like. I still use them for their purpose. And what I had to do, start doing as of recently, is just like, you know, finding one shoe that's going to be like my beaters, my everyday shoes, and just wear those down to the ground and then have a pair, have the other sneakers, like, you know, on occasion. But for me, like I said, like, you know, people are like, yo, you, you can't have them crease. You got to make sure, like, you're not walking in the rain and certain. Yeah, so certain to, sneakers, to me, I think that's. Like, I see kids when they buy shoes, they do that. To me, I think that's a little overboard. For me, I do have a rotation of four or five sneakers I wear every every day. Okay. Is I choose out of those five. But then I do have shoes that I'll take out for special occasions. Get them on ice. You know? So I mean, there's but, a lot of shoes I still haven't even worn yet. But I mean, it's for a special occasion. Because we've seen with even like the Jordan 3s where like the guy was saying like, you know, if you don't wear your sneakers, like they'll just start to crumble after a while. Like, yeah. So I tell everybody who buys your shoes that's trying to collect, always at least put your shoes on. Because if you don't break the glue in into the shoe and you just have it sit there, over time the glue will deteriorate and then your shoe will fall apart. So any shoes from like 2010 now, if you buy brand new, you have a chance of it falling apart after a couple of wears. Damn. And people don't know that. That's why I tell people, break your shoe in, like wear. You don't have to wear it around the house, but put it on, walk a little, and then put it back away. Okay. Unless, and even if you have a temperature control, which a lot of people do, that just only helps with yellowing on your shoes for like certain materials. Uh, yo, so you you think what do you think about people that just buy shoes to shelf them? Like, do you think it's it's not really a bright idea then, right? And to me, it's they're collecting. They're okay. a collector. That's like collecting art to them. Okay, you know they have it. And there's people who I know who collect, who they 
to me, they tell me, oh, down the line, when I'm able to sell this, I'll just buy a house. Oh. So to them, it's an investment. Okay. So people see it in different ways. Well, I guess it's like their stock. It's similar to like, like you said, like, you know, some people, they, they buy them just to collect them. But then I don't know. I guess it's like a practical part. And like the reason why the shoe was made, because like I said, with the threes, like they just started like crumbling, like the soul completely like broke apart. And the guy was able to use his thumb to like break the soul down. Yeah. You know, over like, time. You know, and like Nike and stuff, they always want you to wear your shoes right away. You know, people don't know is like, just say, for instance, you're a Raper Max. You buy Raper Max. If it pop within two years, you could bring it to any foot locker and get your money back. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Mine's popped, and I called a Nike store, and they refused to replace it. They can't refuse it. It's in their policy. Bro, they ref- I, I called them. I literally, we went to a party one time. I stepped on a nail. <laughs> no, My Vapor Max popped. No, it has to be popped on its own. So if you stepped on the nail, they're going to say you caused it. Okay. Because I can only imagine the amount of people that try to do something crazy to it, stab it or something. But if it just pops on its own through wear or something, they'll give you a new pair of shoes, or they'll refund you and give you store credit. They could probably tell. Like yeah, they can tell like can. the you difference know, between a pop. A lot of these and... people, they that's what they do for a living. Yeah, uh, but that that kind of seems he's like, like I want to return so much. It seems <laughs> kind of <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it kind of seems kind of intuitive. Like up. you buy a pair of shoes and you just pop it just to get another pair of shoe. A fresher pair. You're not like... really. Yeah, it's like kind of crazy, yeah. right? Yeah, it's crazy. Let me ask you this, or let me ask you this: How many pairs of sneakers do you think someone has to have to be considered a sneakerhead? Or do you think there needs Ooh, to be a number? That's there, a good question. I don't think there has to be a number. Really? You I think, think somebody can just have like three pairs of sneakers and be like, oh, I'm a sneakerhead? You could call yourself a sneakerhead. If I'm you, a, a sneakerhead. To me, if you love this, if you love sneaker, you consider yourself a sneaker because you have the love for the joy of wearing, you know, a sneaker. And it don't have to be a limited Jordan. I know people who wear, you know, regular Theodores and stuff where you can still buy in stores. Okay. How about you, man? What do you, what do you think is a sneakerhead? Uh, see, a sneakerhead to me, yo, is like someone that's got like a hundred plus sneakers. Like oh. they're really, they're really like in the fucking no. Like they're they're in the they're in the scene. You feel me? Like I could, cause like obviously you're a sneakerhead. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I I love sneakers, but I don't consider myself to be a sneakerhead. Yo, to me, a sneakerhead is somebody who's like willing to almost get a Suck divorce. Dick. <laughs> yo, they're like <laughs> dick for they're, sneakers. They're, yo, their wife is like, yo, if you buy one more pair of shoes. We're getting a divorce, and he's like, "But these new Yeezys just came out. I gotta get those." Yeah, sneakerhead on fucking Netflix. Yeah, you you watch that show? Yeah, yeah. that's pretty good, yo. Yo, honestly, I was really impressed with fucking King Batch, yo. He was acting his ass (laughs) off on that. He's been a great actor, bro. That was a. He sold me on that on that show, bro. I actually hope they come out with a season two. I just watched it recently. Really? Yeah, that was pretty good. That yo, he was a real sneakerhead to me. Like yo, he had his whole life. He had kids. Yo, he was unemployed. The fuck up. This nigga was. <laughs> I need to submit threes. <laughs> he was still buying sneakers. Uh, That's a sneakerhead to me. Yo, you know what's crazy too? I think about it. Like, I remember when I was like in high school and I used to really like fuck with like sneakers heavy, which I still do now. There was actually a point in my life where I'm like, damn, yo, I'm getting too old to be rocking these shit, yo. <laughs> like, yo you got to transition know, pretty soon. Nah, yo, I started buying like, like kind of like series and shit. Like, nah, I mean, I. I, I I keep it. I got my casual look. I got mm-hmm. my sneaker look. But I, I remember, yo. Do you think there's actually an age anymore where like it's you're too old to point. buy? Sneakers? I don't think. I don't think I don't so. Think so. Yo, cause no. I, yo, like if you recall, like I feel like back then, like your parents, right? I feel like there was a certain age. Like I feel like once you cross thirty, like all right, you gotta just like 
Get I don't. The, yo, get the dad the dad shoes out. That's it. The, the New Balances, bro. Nah, the, you know, you know those the monarchs. Mike, yeah, the Nike monarks. Yo, you know what they and they came out with the fucking um. They called the um M two Ks. They kind of look like them, but they're fly as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I think sneakers is the one thing on your outfit that does not have an age limit. Really? Because if you got swag, you're gonna have swag for the rest of your life. You, you feel you, me? You, your you, shoe. It starts with your shoes. You too. think you could be like sixty five and still rocking like some Air Max? Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. so. If if you're a sneaker head, yeah. Oh, it's like tattoos. I mean, I, I buy my mom Yeezys and stuff. So, bro, yeah. To me, it's the comfort of shoes. Yeah, you understand? Older people, yeah, older people, they struggle with, you know, certain shoes. That's why they only wear like certain brands. Orthopedic shit, man. Yeah. So when you buy shoes like Yeezy and stuff, you're talking about memory foams, which helps you like help people that have back problems. Uh, so oh. people don't understand that like wearing that's why I only wear Air Max and stuff because the when you're walking with Air Max you could actually wear the shoe longer. I don't know if people understand when you wear Jordans your feet start hurting after a couple of hours. Bro, that's why I stopped. Yo, that's actually why. No, you're killing me right now. <laughs> no, that's the, that's some crazy shit. Cause, yeah. yo, I used to rock Jordans when I was in high school, and then after high school I've been like slowly transitioning just to Air Max, Vapor Max because yo Jordans kill my fucking feet, bro. I feel like they're not like well designed shoes. Yeah, they you look know, fly, but like as bro. far as comfortability wise, like they're the worst. Did you know, even <laughs> to play ball in, you can't play ball. In yo, did you watch the Last Dance? Yes. There was yeah, there was a scene where Jordan was talking about his own shoes, how he had his Jordans on, right? And his shoes, were, you know, his feet was bleeding. Yeah. And he had to get like another pair of shoe or whatever. But, but that's how uncomfortable his, his own shoes are. Jordan got all his shoes customized for him. For him. yeah, that's true. No, yeah, I know that. So everything was but, made. I mean, he said it. He said it in the show, like, "Yo, my feet no, were yeah, bleeding." Blah blah blah. Because you know, certain shoes, you're it's gonna hurt, and they make you want to wear. Like, oh, you have to wear the shoes to promote it. Right, right. So, but so that's why they have. They usually have like four or five pairs on standby. Most basketball players. Yeah, in the locker room. And then nowadays, now they're wearing all to resellers selling to them like crazy. And you know, a lot of them is size. You probably say size fourteen and up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to bought like a pair of Yeezys to actually like shelf them, like to wear them on like occasion. But they were so comfortable, bro. Those are like they're part of my <laughs> part of my rotation. <laughs> like, yeah, I wear those shits all the time, bro. All right, so we're running out of time, but before we wrap this shit up, I got a little um sneaker quiz for all y'all. All right. I'm about to fail. I know. <laughs> I might fail. <laughs> nah, I got. All right, I'm gonna ask all this. All right, first question is. Can you guess what the most popular sneaker of all time is? Um, Air Force. I would say Air Force Ones. Yeah. I don't know. New Balance? New Balance? Fucking oh. loser. <laughs> y'all got it. Y'all got it. Yeah, Air, right, Force. Right. Yeah, Air Force I tried to be different. On. They say Air Come Force. Come on, man. That was an easy one. <laughs> that was an easy one. The yo, white Air Forces, bro. Come on. Black yo, it's, yo, it's like the most. The white uh, one. Yo, it's the... <laughs> It was an insider joke for us. Yo, you go anywhere and you see those shoes. It's the most sold sneaker ever. You know what's crazy is they actually just boost up the price for retail for those. I saw that shit, It went up $10 for it. It went up from 90 to 100 Air Max and uh, another shoe. Yo, weren't they like 80 when we were in high school? They used to be 60. Yeah. Yo, why why did they make the black Air Forces? Listen. For, for people like you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I bought a pair like, yo, this is perfect. I don't got to wash them. I don't got to do shit. Just put them on and just go. How you feel? Everybody, people feel like bro, that. Bro, and these niggas keep giving me shit about it. Bro, like, yo, yo stop we, wearing yo, them shit. We fuck with you enough <laughs> to not let you look crazy, yo. All right. 
I stopped, yeah, I stopped wearing them. Yo, my next, I, I retired them. All right, my next question. Who made the Air Force One popular? You, uh, come on, this is... I don't want to say it, Jordan. Timmy, what are you talking about? Like, the hip-hop? And yeah. the hip- I always say it was the hip-hop. No, I'm saying, but who in... You're, you're warm. Who in hip-hop made the Air Force Nelly? One? You got it. Oh, it was <laughs> Nelly? Just, come on, man. You had the fucking song in my Air Force Ones. <laughs> that's like... That's a throwback. All right. Shit, I was about All to right. say the president. What, what, <laughs> yes, what, what top three countries buys the most Jordans? Top three countries? Yeah. The US? US is one. One. China? No. They, no. Right, so no, they no, no, make, no. Japan. Make, Japan. No, they make the most. They make I'll the say, most. i um, say England. No. It, these, it's fucking crazy. You'll never guess it. North Korea? No. All right. Jordans? Canada? No. South America? Wait, wait, wait. Well, give a us continent. a hint. Give us a hint. What continent? All right. These yeah, people. What, which these which people, continent? Which continent? Well, it's like in your, around Europe. It's in Europe? Yeah. Germany. Italy. What? Italy. France. Germany. No. Um, Czechoslovakia. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So one, Turkey? <laughs> one country fucks with curry heavy. With curry? Yeah. India? India. India? Yeah. That's the second really? one. All right. Wow. The next one, they got a lot of oil. Teaching me something. Mm, Saudi Arabia. That's it. <laughs> Top three countries that buy Jordans. Damn, mm. I would have never guessed that. All right. Last question before I wrap this up, right? What were the top 10 selling sneakers in 2021? Top 21? 10? Yeah. Cool Grace. What? Cool Easy's. Nah, you got to like. I don't fucking no. know. In line? So, all right. The first one, I'll give you, I, I'll give you that first two. Okay. First one's Air Force One. Okay. Second one is Air Max 270. Mm. Oh, you talking about all shoes? Yeah, yeah. But I'm the top, about yo, like the last two, I didn't even know were brands. Sheesh, you got Balance. New Balance. Is, is it New Balance? Oh, Puma? Mm. Nope. Damn. It's ten? not. I can't even get is one. Is it out. Adidas? What? Yeah. Adidas? There's a there is an Adidas shoes, but it's a specific one. So I gave y'all the first two, right? Air Force One, Air Max Two Seventy. One, you one told us, you said NMD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gave us the, I did. the Adidas. Well, someone guessed Adidas, so I'll give you yeah, that. Yeah, so y'all yeah. got three out of the ten. I guessed it. I guessed it right here. Ultra Boost. No, no, I said Adidas. He's not even on Ultra Boost. No. Nike Dunks. No. Yo, y'all think? See, y'all thinking of hot shoes? I'm thinking. Yo, hot shoes don't have that many. Asics. I'm talking about like the most. These are the most available shoes. New Balances. No. Skechers. Asics. No. <laughs> he said Skechers. not up there? Nah. Ah, oh, shit. Um, you ready? Harachis? No. No, no, hold up. Sneakers? Yeah. Adidas. Like the regular Adidas. I was about to say Crocs. The show, those are the only one. Nike killed the fucking charts last year. So it's the only one Adidas up there, and y'all guessed it. Nike. Vapor Max, third. Vapor Max? Okay. Doroshi runs? Blazers? What? No. I'm trying to think what else came right. out. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. All right, I'm going to give it to y'all. All right. All right. So the top 10 sneakers of 2021 is coming at number one, Air Force One, right? Under right, fucking right. feet. Right? Like, <laughs> for, like, for the last 20 years. Yeah. Like this, this Why? Because fucking... they're available and they're cheap. 
Yeah. They're not available. Yo, they last, bro. They're not not available. Yo, not last year. Last (laughs) year, they became a little exclusive. Bro. And that's what I be saying. Y'all be fucked. These resellers (laughs) just fucking the game up. Yo, I swear Air Forces are like the most, like, those shoes never break down. Like, yo, those shoes are so resilient. They don't I had, break I had down. Some, I had some they, that broke down. But they look like shit. Bought some, bought some <laughs> yo, they, yo, yo they, they last, bro. They, <laughs> they look like, like shit for years. All right. So, Air Force One. At number two, Air Max 270. Number three, Vapor Max Plus. I mean, that's a... Okay. Number four, Nike Air Max XC. Never even heard of it. It's a straight looking shoe. Mm-hmm. Number five. Come on. Nike Air Max 90. But they didn't drop that many, I feel like. So number six, Jordan Ones. Jordan Ones is like that's all yeah. been a list, right? Number seven, Nike Revolution Fives. Number eight, the Adidas NMDs are one. Number nine and ten. I can I never even fucking heard of this brand though. Um so number nine is Brooks Ghost Thirteens. Running shoes. Mm-hmm. And then the um number ten, Brooks Adrenaline GTS ones. No the running shoes. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, yo, like, running shoes are important, man. I never, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. People run. People I run. thought it was Skechers because most older people buy Skechers now because they make it toward that market. I would assume New Balance was up there, but it's not. Yeah. I mean, they started or, or, just or, making or, a comeback. Or Puma. Yeah, yo, New, New Balance has got, yo, New Balance, Puma, and Fila. The last couple of months, like, I, I got to give yeah. it up to them. Yo, they, yo but I, I tell you, I, I think it's the fucking Yeezy effect, man. I feel like, yo, Ye- <laughs> Yeezy's really making, like, every fucking shoe brand, like, step it up. Right, yeah. right, right. Get better creative directors, new yeah. designers. Yeah. But, uh, yo, bro, thank you for coming on the show. No, thank thanks you, for yeah, having no, me. No course, doubt. Man. Hope to have you back. Yo, thank you for just yo, putting us on game with the shoes. Hopefully, um, we get some type of discount or some shit. We'll <laughs> <laughs> talk cold. about that after that shit. <laughs> but, yo, bro, thank you, man. Yo, um, good luck on your ventures, man. Good luck on your businesses. I can't wait till you open up your store so I can actually thank go in you, there and thank buy you. some shoes or at least one of those. You could check, out, check us out on our website. Oh, yeah, Thinkofkicks.com. Yeah, yo, plug it out, man. Like, so. Check us out at thinkofkicks.com. Our Instagram is at thinkofkicks. That's our Instagram and Facebook. And you got what kind of shoes you got? I uh, have everything Jordans from running shoes, basketball shoes, Yeezys. Oh, the dope man right here, bro. <laughs> Yo, whatever you need. And he's selling turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you need, my man's got you. Now he giving out the turkey. I can't guarantee the prices, but he's going to need it. He's going to have it. You feel me? So, yo, once again, thank you. And as always, yo, actually, bro, and you are our first interview of 2022. So thank you for that, dude. This is a very special yeah, one for us. Yeah. It was a great Glad one. Glad to be a part of it. Learned a lot. Season two. Season two. <laughs> but as always, please like, share, comment, subscribe. Hey, keep the learning. Thank you. Because I really live like you niggas. You can suck my dick and I said what I said. You can suck my dick and I said what I said. I'm going to bust my blick and I swear to my dad. I'm going to bust my blick and I swear to my dad.